This is a topic I've been wanting to talk about for a while now. I think this is really important to purpose this in our minds when writing for all ages really, but especially for those younger years, those young kids and those teen readers. But before I reveal what this is, let's get coffee. <laughs> Hello friend! Welcome to the Faith, Writing, and Coffee Chats podcast. My name is Mariah and I am a Christian writer and coffee lover. Today I am having with me an iced vanilla latte with a dash of allspice. I love the flavor of allspice. It's like a go-to holiday spice for me so it was fun putting a little sprinkle of it in my vanilla latte and I'm really loving it so far. Definitely recommend for holiday flavor. And today this episode is the final episode of November. Huh? I can't believe November is almost over. It flew by so fast and for all of you doing NaNoWriMo, which is the National Novel Writing Month Challenge, I hope you are hitting your goals and are enjoying this fun process. For me, I am not officially doing uh, this writing challenge as I've mentioned in before episodes, but I am doing my own little spin on it of trying to every day do either a little bit of editing work, work on a secret project I am working on, and also playing with this new short story idea that I have absolute, absolutely fallen in love with. And yeah, so I've been working on these three different projects mainly this month and just using this challenge to keep me consistent in writing and in editing. Editing, I usually have a hard time sticking with. I love the writing process, but the editing can tend to be more of a struggle for me. And so i that's one of the things I'm working on this month to purpose editing. And so far, it's going pretty good. And I'm actually finding I'm liking the editing process. I think I just had to practice and get used to it and just realize that editing is actually, it is a good thing. And it's more like, almost like cleaning up a room. It, things, all the right things are there, just they're out of order, or it just needs a bit of cleaning up, or there needs to be like some decoration or something. And so kind of having that thought while editing of, it's like I am cleaning and decorating a room, but it's a book, has actually really helped me. And I think the editing process is actually going really good. So. I'm very excited about that. Um, it is also Christmas season. I know we just, when this episode releases, uh, it will be the day after Thanksgiving. So it will be like officially, officially Christmas season. I think for most people now. Um, but like Christmas season, really, it does start in my house. November 1st, actually like this year. It was like October something 
that we were already like listening to Christmas music, but November 1st starts Christmas decorating and all the fun movies and like Christmas movies. So that has been super fun today. It is actually raining outside and it's so beautiful. It's like rainy and foggy and the autumn trees, like the leaves are so beautiful and golden and vibrant. And so you'll just see every once in a while just all these autumn leaves dancing and falling to the ground in this beautiful foggy rainy weather. It's so beautiful. I love this season. It's like a mix between autumn and Christmas and it's my favorite. I I love this time. And I've been talking rambling on <laughs> a lot. So, let's actually get into today's episode. What we are talking about today today's writing coffee chat is going to be about something really important to me, important to uh, for me to keep in mind while writing and especially when writing for young audiences, young children, young middle grade, young teens, older teens, even like going to adult, I think this is good to purpose in our minds, but especially for the younger years. Um, I think it's important to have this in our minds when writing and that is creating role models in fiction. So grab a cup of coffee or tea or hot chocolate and let's chat. So I only really started to think about the importance of having role models in stories and when writing when a friend of mine brought it up and then a few weeks ago I was talking about this with my parents and saying how important this having role models is especially for young kid and teen audiences and how important that was for me growing up. It's good I think to have role models for all ages really it should be something for all ages to have good role models um, but I think it's especially important for younger readers and so that would be readers like from I guess anywhere from like little kid picture books all the way to like teen readers I think those years are especially important to have good role models and beyond that it's also good but specifically looking at these years I think it's really important to have good role models these little and teen years are so influential um, they are shaping really for the rest of your life. The little years are and teen years are so important into who you are growing up, um, your development, your mental state, how you interact with things, how what happens in your little years affects you go growing up and becoming an adult. And it's really important to have I think it's really important to have good role models for kids in these these ages and then in growing up um these are core years of 
growing up and development and they really do influence the rest of your life. And so I was talking to my mom about this and she was agreeing, saying that, um, and this is maybe slightly off topic, but I think it really works into the importance of having role models. And she was saying that a lot, if not most of the time, the traumas and struggles that people have when they are grown up, usually, um, they all stem back to when they were a kid or a teen. The struggles you have as an adult usually start in those little years. And they could be struggles, fears, anxieties, whatever it is, those young years are so influential for the rest of your life. And so I think these years are, are definitely, they're just so important for growing up and developing in life. It's, it's crucial these years. And these are years of learning and growth and taking in things and trying to understand the world around you and yourself and trying to find out who you are, who you are as a person and finding your identity. I think there is a reason why so many teen YA books are about a main character trying, answering the question, who am I? What was I made to be? What is my purpose in life? Who am I going to become? This is, I think, something, a very universal topic, especially in these teen years. And so it makes sense why so many of the books targeted towards teens are about identity, finding out who you are and your identity. And so we have a gift as writers to look at the world around us and see what does this person, this age group need or something that I've done in my writing that um, has really helped me is I'll also think, okay, with each book I write, who, what age am I writing it for? As in, I'll kind of think, am I writing this for myself now? Am I writing for this for my teen self? Am I writing this for my little kid self? And kind of thinking like, what were things that would have been really important for me in those years, what would have helped me in those years, I think can be a really good question. If you're wanting to think about, okay, I want role models in fiction to help people, specifically to help kids, to help teens, then what are things maybe in your life, to make it personal, what are things in your life that in these years you wish someone would have told you or you wished that you could have seen this represented in fiction or this struggle or this thing. Like what are those things in those years and having some part of your journey, some part of your story, it doesn't have to be the whole thing, but to have a little part of that be the lesson, be the journey that you hope can help other people and help other kids or teens in that age.
even in psychology, you see that the younger years are so important to development. In the younger years, especially for the little children to middle grade, like that age group, you are learning right from wrong, responsibilities, respect, how to act and how to respond. You pick up things a lot in these years and you imitate the world around you. And this is true also for the older years, but really you see this a lot in the younger years. You see kids copy a lot. They will copy words and sayings from the shows they watch or from their family. They dress like their favorite characters or they try to imitate what is around them, act like their favorite character, do things based off of what they see around them. That's how they learn in these years. And in reading books for these years, whether it's aloud or personally, you, they will imitate what they hear and what they see. And so I think this is really important and good to think about for if you're writing for this age group for young kids to think about and try and purpose having characters worth imitating. You don't have to do this with every character. You don't even have to spend a ton of time on it, but to try and think what are good attributes, good characters, good role models for these little kids to then see and maybe copy and imitate. If you have good role models in these years, um, if good, they can learn about empathy, courage, kindness, forgiveness, sharing, respect, and so much more. These are really great years to instill these um, concepts and these attributes in children and see it in a good light, in a light worth imitating. And I think these are such wonderful years, such wonderful years to see as, you know, kids grow up. And they are also some of in this age group, some of my favorite books are in this age group, and it's such a fun season of life. And so some of the books that I know were influential to me in this time as a child was The Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis, The Little House Books by Laura Ingalls Wilder, The Nancy Drew Mystery Series, The Percy Jackson Series by Rick Riordan, and Alice's Adventures in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll. I love all these books. There's so many more books I could talk about, but these are just a few I wanted to quickly mention of books with strong role models, strong themes and messages for young kids. into the teen age group for teen and YA books, which is usually um, the age range is 12 years to 18 years old. 
are going through a lot physically and mentally. Eric Erickson, a psychologist, has these different stages of psychological development. And he puts these years as learning about identity. And this can be a time of confusion and growth and learning. You are in this you are in this in-between stage really, between growing from a child into an adult. And so you're in this in-between stage of you're not quite a child anymore, but you're also not an adult. And so this is a time of really you see the big focus. I think in fiction and in just teens in this time, speaking personally, it is a time of I trying to figure out who you are. Who are you? What is your identity? Who are you going to be as an adult? What are you going to do as an adult? Like, there's so many questions in this time, and I think this is a really great time, this teen YA age group, if you're writing for this, to speak to this time and to have role models who can help kids and teens in this age group grow, you know? I just, I think this is a really good age group to write for. This is the primary age group I write for because I know how important books were for me in the 12 to 18 year age group. That, those years, those um, times of reading books, those years were so important to me and very influential. And there is many books that I can point to and say, this helps me. This helped me figure out who I am. This helped me give me peace of mind going into the future. And so I think this is a really great age group to write for. And yeah, so I think this is a really great age group to write for and to help and to purpose having good role models, especially as I see, you know, being on uh, bookstagram and different things. I've, I feel like I've been seeing an increasing amount of darkness come into fiction. This is all fiction, I feel like, but specifically looking at the teen audience. I feel like there's so much bad things and darkness coming into stories and just really things that should not be written for young audiences. Um, like thinking the teen YA audience, it's labeled as for ages 12 to 18. And really, I got into YA fiction, like when I was like 10 or 11. Like that's when I first started reading The Hunger Games and different fiction like that. And so it is written for 12 year olds all the way to 18 and even younger readers will sometimes read this age group. There's this thing, um, C.S. Lewis, I don't remember the quote, but I loved it. He was talking about um, experienced readers, like readers, people who don't just pick up a book, but like who love reading usually don't stick by age groups. And I really agree with that because I know when I was, I think I was like 11, maybe that's like when I first read the Hunger Games. 
um, which is YA, so that would have been above my reading level. But then I also would read, you know, picture books, sweet picture books, or, you know, maybe more adult fiction. Um, or like the classics. I feel like the classics are usually like Jane Austen and stuff are usually put in the older teen, maybe adult category even because of the writing style. But I love those as younger reader. And so I think it's really good in this, in this age group of teen YA. It's such a delicate season of time and you are still technically a kid. You're still underage. And so I feel like in the world, you see it's increasing, increasingly getting darker in fiction. There are, I mean, now every single time I pick up a new book to read, I have to do like thorough, thorough, sorry, thorough investigation on each book I read because now it is very common to find, to just go to the library, pick up a book, and then there's a ton of bad language in it. Or, which is one of the reasons why I started looking up because I don't like books with a lot of language in them. Or there's different things that maybe my preferences, preferences for books are different than yours, but I want my books to be clean. And that means no bad language, no, some violence is okay, but not going on gory and no sexual content that goes beyond kissing. Like that is something that I have as a preference for me. This is something I've also talked to my parents about and they're like, that was guidelines for them too of like, you can read books, but there's certain things that we don't allow as a family to read. And so that's really what led me on to now. Whenever I read a book, I want to do thorough, re thorough research. I feel like I can't say that word, <laughs> but do research on books. And it's crazy how many books in the teen YA and notice teen YA books, they are still written for 12 year olds and younger readers can pick it up too. So 12 year olds, they are having these books that are incredibly dark and incredibly just the content is awful and it's marketed toward teens. And I just like, this is like, I'm going on a ramble on having clean books, but like, that's so important for me to have clean books. And so all the books I write, I want to have clean fiction. This is kind of, I kind of got off topic <laughs> talking about having clean fiction, but I do think this is really important, especially as, you know, a Christian writer. Um, I know a lot of you listening are Christian writers too, to purpose having clean fiction, but then also good role models is also so important because I'll also read books and just the role models the characters are not role models. They are doing bad things without consequences. Or, you know, I think you go to teen YA fantasy dystopian, there's probably going to be a lot of killing, or at least some. And good role models show that that's bad. And will also have, will be affected by it. And will be 
like scarred by it and like because this is a bad thing but then I'll read other books teen books and you know they'll have a character has to kill someone for whatever reason the book has but then it's put in a positive light of like this is good and I don't think that's right like I think there are times in and this can happen in real life too when people might have to do bad things but I don't think it should ever be put in a positive light um something I love I'm going off on a tangent but the classic Pinocchio the old Disney version I love that movie so much but something I love is Pinocchio messes up he lies he drinks he smokes he does bad things but it's always pointed it's always shown in a negative light of lying is bad so his nose grows and so to when he stops lying when he tells the truth the truth sets him free and his nose goes to norm goes back to normal or like with drinking or smoking like all of these things they're shown as these are bad do not do these and I really like it because Pinocchio is this really from that classic movie is a really great character and a great role model for kids because he does make mistakes but then he learns from them and he gets better and it's like a warning tale for kids which is like something I love in old fairy tales is most maybe not all but most of them are warning tales for kids and I think that's a really great thing um but then contrasting that with the uh newer live action Pinocchio which to be honest I did not like that one at all because they took out all of the lessons and the morals and Pinocchio was no longer a role model in the live action one that Disney just did that one like there's just the main thing that I'll use as a picture is in the movie Pinocchio lies and it's good that I just I really don't have words that was like so that like hmm I don't have words right now that just like messed with me for some reason because I was like in the classic it was shown as do not lie and like as a kid as a movie a written for kids kids now know don't lie or you'll be like Pinocchio and your nose will grow so not exactly but like Pinocchio is a role model the classic one for that reason of he showed that lying was bad and that you have to tell the truth in the newer version Pinocchio lies and it's good and like I think that's the wrong message to tell kids that lying is good like that is wrong and also thinking like as Christians lying is also one of the um ten commandments thou shall not lie and so I'm kind of going on a tangent but the purpose of this is to say I think role models are so important for young years for all people really but especially for the young kid and teen readers and audiences because they are so influential and so important in this time and like just looking at the two different Pinocchio movies I know this is kind of off, off topic but the classic one taught lying is bad and telling the truth is good the live action showed that lying is good and you should lie
and I think that's wrong. Yeah, so all that to say, role models are very important to me. Um, yeah, focusing back, this is a really long ramble, but focusing back on where we were at the beginning of this section, I was talking about teen, the teen reader, teen age for reading books. <clears throat> and I know that these years were so important to me. I think that's a kid reader and then teen reader. I think that's probably why, like, this is such an important topic to me. And I think you can probably tell because I've gotten so many rambles of <laughs> just why, just how important this is to me. And so I know, especially in my teen, in the years I was reading YA fiction, um, like 11 to 12 and older, I, specifically when I was like 11 and 12, I went through a really dark um, season of time when I was just so depressed and really struggling um, with a lot of things. But that was a really hard time for me. And my escape in those years were books. Like, that's where I found comfort. That's where I found safety and a place to get away from myself and from my thoughts and just from the struggles I was feeling in that time. Um, and I, those years were so important to me. Those reading years were so important to me because those, they really helped me. The books I read in that time were really helpful and influential in my life. And the role models in those books were also very influential to me and really helped me in that time. And so I think, I think that it's really important to have good role models, just, just knowing how important that was to me in those years as a kid and as a teen. And I think that the ones that really, the books that really impacted me the most were the ones that challenged my thinking, who, the ones that changed me to live, they really challenged me to stop just reading, but to actually start living. And I think those books were so important to me and influential and especially the books that showed me that it, it's important to live beyond just escapism in books. And so I know that was something I struggled with for a while. And so the books that pointed me towards actually living were like in the real world were really important to me. And some of them, they helped me heal. And that's why this part, this topic is so important to me because it really did help me and affect my life. The books I read in those years were really influential and really helped me. And so some of the books are like The Hunger Games. I, that was like a comfort read for me. Um, in those years, I love The Hunger Games. That was really just wonderful um, by Suzanne Collins. 
Another book I absolutely love that really helped me when I was struggling just learn new things about myself was Stepsister by Jennifer Donnelly. I believe that's her name. Um, then there's The Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. That book is so good. Like, you just have to read it. Um, the Book Thief, A Monster Calls, and Little Woman. And there's more books, but those were the first ones to come to mind of like, these were really great books for me in those years. And now, as Christians, I think this is also very important to nail this. We want to have good role models who show Christian values and strengths, characters who inspire and are worth imitating in our fiction. And this, having role models in stories, is something I want to write in all of my stories. Right now, I'm working on a little short story novelette about dragons and knights and fairy tales. Really, I wanted to write something sweet and nostalgic that is like the stories I love to read and listen to as a child. Stories of brave, heroic knights, kind, compassionate maidens, sweet love stories, strong friendships, sibling bonds, and tales of faith. These were the stories I loved growing up reading, the role models I grew up with as a kid. So one of my goals with this little story is to write a story with these elements that is also safe for younger kids to read. Kind of like I'm writing this for my 8 to 12 year old self. So that's what I've been working on recently and I'm hoping that once I'm finished I will be able to share this as a free little gift for my subscribers. So if you want to have updates on this story and to get it straight to your inbox when it becomes available, make sure to subscribe to the Fable Rose newsletter, which I will have linked in the description of this episode. Let's write characters who can inspire and help people. Let's write about, about characters with strong faith and who are learning to have strong faith and can inspire others in their faith. This is a goal I have in my writing to create role models and characters who inspire and who are strong in their faith. And this is why having a faith journey is so important to me in all of my books. And I challenge you, if you are a writer, if you are a Christian writer, to write role models and if faith is a part of your story, then to write characters who are strengthened by their faith or who are looking to find their faith. This is the challenge I have for you. Write good role models. listening 
to this episode of the Faith, Writing, and Coffee Chats podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening and found some encouragement and will take on the challenge. Make sure to subscribe to stay up to date on all new episodes. And if you'd like to connect, make sure to fill out the connect form on the podcast website linked in the description of this episode. I can't wait to see you here next time, friend. I hope you are having a wonderful day. Goodbye.